five four three two one i'm john miglosh for the wisconsin dma and the international society for strategic marketing set the coffee aside and let's dig in so the guy's riding a bull in the tom fishburn cartoon from today it says building resilience okay and he's riding one of those mechanical bulls on a zoom call and he says i was going to get a peloton but my manager said i needed to build resilience and so Tom is taking on what does resilience mean? Because it's around in the press quite a bit, uh, you know, agile and resilient and all that sort of thing. There's a renewed emphasis on resilience, okay? This last year, I think that's right. An organizer's capacity, uh, PWC, no idea what that is defines it as an organization's capacity to anticipate and react to change. Okay, the operative word is change. Are you able to change fast? Not only to survive, but also to evolve. Okay, and um, on Groundhog Day, as literal Groundhog Day passed this week, um, I was, it struck me that an overlooked part of resilience is simply the momentum to keep going. Resilience is about, but uh, now he's going to take another. And that got me thinking because I did a bit of work <coughs> with uh, Thompson Cigar. Bob Franzblue was the president. I met Bob through his daughter, Alex, who had come to my catalog university uh, week-long session on how to run and manage catalog companies. Um, Tracy Emmerich, it was Tracy Emmerich's idea, but I built um, several simulations um, to allow people to experience the thrill of, uh, of running the marketing first. It's a, it was a two-day simulation for the marketing uh, where we picked lists and picked products and ran, the, and ran the catalog company, and that was fun. And we've done that recently. We re we rebuilt that software to run on uh, Linux laptops, and so we have it running better than it ever has. So if you have, uh, if you're a catalog company and you have new people who are, um, oops, I forgot to get over to Tom Fishburne, and you have new people who don't have a clue on on cataloging, then uh, this is for you. And it's also for people in operations and finance and and other areas of your company that don't understand what's going on. We did it for Land's End. It was originally built with uh, Land's End, and um, they had they had a bunch of finance guys in there, and they said at, at one of the breaks, they, they pulled me aside and said, you know, this is the first time we've ever really understood what, what makes our catalog work, you know, acquisition and retention and, and product selection and all that. Uh, it was and it was everybody cheered at the end. I mean, it was great. Um, Jill Palamountain came from behind to win. She was head of circulation, so that was just great. Mike Smith was there, who went on to become president, and uh, it it is a lot of fun. But it ha it does take a while. It takes a day. <clears throat> but we'll talk about uh, company valuation. We'll talk about finance. We'll talk about a lot of areas. So it's a really uh, great, not only a team building, but an intensive on on what gives a company value long term and uh, in these days of sustainability it's really good if you have a printing company and you have lots of catalog clients this would be great for you to bring in some of the catalog clients and 
get your salespeople involved. It would be great for that. Um, we did it for uh, Illinois State. We did it for in England. Um, so we've done it a lot, and uh, it's running better now. So <clears throat> sometimes I forget to mention some of the stuff that we have available through the WDMA to uh, to help you teach your your uh, your new people about direct marketing. You know, because they've gone through, they may have an MBA, but they've never even had a lecture on mail, much less on the sustainability and the and the and the and the methodology of testing and uh, merchandise selection and some of those. But anyway, so Bob was in the audience at one of my talks, um, and he said, and I said, Bob, and so there was this pinnacle time of cigars, and it was a big, it was like a fad. Everybody wanted to smoke cigars. Now they put us out in the cold. It's below zero today. Hard to smoke a cigar. Um, so the I but for a while you could buy them at any gas station. You could buy them everywhere. Uh, but but then all of a sudden it got legislated. And, you know some for some reason it got demonized as the the greatest threat to humanity. I don't know, I have a clue why. But anyway, some people just want to spoil other people's fun. And uh, so I said to Bob, you know, how are you doing now that they're trying to legislate all smoking out of existence? And he looked at me with a smile and he said, best year ever. And the point to here, which I, you knew you'd get back to the point eventually, is that an overlooked part of resilience is simply the momentum to keep going, right? And what I mean by that is Bob's company was doing well because you could no longer get them at the gas station. You could no longer get them at every drugstore. They pulled them out. It was a little bit of a conflict of interest. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> but anyway, an overlooked part of resilience. So if you keep going and you're the last man standing in a market where everybody else you know, can't figure out how to keep their business going, you can have a really successful business, right? If you're the last buggy whip company, right? Okay, so, but Tom pivots here and says, resilience is not about how you, is about how you recharge, not how you endure. And so we often take this militaristic, tough approach to resilience, but um, we imagine a Marine slugging through the mud, a boxer going one more round, or a football player picking himself off the dirt for one more play. We believe that the longer we tough it out, the tougher we are, and therefore the more successful we'll be. However, this con entire conception is scientifically inaccurate. This is from a Harvard Business Review by Sean Actor and Michelle Gillian a few years ago. Um, the very lack of a recovery period is dramatically holding back our collective ability to be resilient. Research has found that there's a direct correlation between lack of recovery and increased incidence of health and safety problems, and lack of recovery is costing our companies $62 billion a year in lost productivity. Now, I'm a fan of Jordan Peterson because I don't really think he's political. I think he's just, you know, likes the data. And he talks about working with high-level um, high legal legal uh, people, the partners at, at prominent law firms in Toronto. And, he's, and he basically said the same idea, that 
in order for them to be really maximally effective, that he had to teach him to stop. Ironically, you know, Jordan did like 160 cities in a year or some crazy number, uh, speaking every day, a unique talk every day. And then he got really sick and his wife got sick and she'd gone along with him for a lot of it. Um, and now he's coming back, but I think he might he might double down on this. So, you know, I haven't missed a talk yet, but I did record two of them. And if you were on LinkedIn, you saw they were black. I wrote to Restream, but I don't know that uh, that helped. Anyway, so take take a, a minute, take a cup of coffee during the day, go for a walk. Those are some of the big things. Just get get some perspective, have a prayer time or meditation, um, and that's something to think about. I'm gonna I'm not gonna cover all the stuff I said in my intro. But uh, how many people watched the Super Bowl? The ratings took a big hit, okay? And it could be because, you know, <laughs> Tom Brady was marching down the field and the, uh, the Chiefs got an interception and, oh, wait, timeout, pause, do over. And then the Chiefs stopped them again and they, they had to take a field goal. Oh, wait, somebody lined up, do over. And then they got a touchdown with like nine seconds left in the half. And that was kind of the dagger. That was kind of the end of the ratings. Um, you know, the refs should have known better. They should have realized that they were going to destroy the ratings by letting Tom Brady get another touchdown right before the half, which is his signature. <clears throat> but, you know, I think the consensus among the barstool buddies was that the refs really, really wanted Tom to win and called some really chintzy calls in order to make that happen or help it happen. I, 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 I was rooting for Tom myself, and I don't think he needed any help whatsoever. They could have probably pushed him back with penalties all night long, and he still would have won, but it would have made it a lot more of a game uh, because he had a lot to prove. Anyway, um, watch out with doing math. As you probably heard, the ratings were delayed almost two days <laughs> It seems like with all the computers in the world, we can't count anything anymore. And here's a great example. The Super Bowl streams at 20%. It was estimated going to be 42%, according to Roku. We actually had some streaming capabilities. We just watched it on TV, and it worked fine. TV is beautiful these days. In Minneapolis, you got like 400 channels. Uh, <clears throat> but co-viewing of the big game dipped 20%. Now here, look at this. Drip dipped 20%. So instead of two people watching together, today, on average, there were only 1.8. Now, 2.0 minus 1.8 is 0.2. If you take 0.2 and divide by 2.0, you get 0.1. Miglosh Marketing. Why do I even own a phone? I have to I have to answer sometimes that number. So if you really want to get me, you can call my business number, which I think is listed in LinkedIn. Anyway, COVID, so <laughs> that's a 10% drop, not a 20% drop, in case you want to know. In case you have a computer and don't know how to do math, it's sad, right? It's just sad. So that's enough for today. <laughs> don't do math in your head online are live, I do.
I don't always get it right, but in this case I did. Oh my gosh. So if you wonder, if you want a, a sport that can give you do-overs when it doesn't go your way, the NFL is the place for that. Do-over city. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.